Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Poison Taster, Sydney Trap, Mackay, Ari Lovett, Lauren Prince, Lex, Andrew Nort, Ms. Specific, Silas Helmstad, Kai Letts. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, not GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Oh, Helen! <laughs> not paying attention there, and... <laughs> Lydia. Lydia, I just... I nailed this. So my own... My own name there. Oh, I'm locked in. I'm locked Lydia. into this one. This, this intro Lydia is continuing. Nailculous. And who are we with today? Good heavens, it's me, Grant Howard. <laughs> so surprised! <laughs> Grant, good heavens, Howard. <laughs> we are playing part two of the Spire special run by Grant. I believe that we have our mission statement. Yes. And uh, as a brief recap, it is protect Jessica Malreek and uh, we need to leave her? Le- leverage? Find leverage. Find leverage for Captain Bonchance. Uh, I'm happy to pick up where we where we left off. I think that you know it's all set up and good to go. I mean, you could pick up wherever you want, but you have no power here. I know, Grant, it's weird. We <laughs> <laughs> Do the first session again. <laughs> uh, no, uh, let's let's pick up exactly where we left off. Almost as though we did it three plan. minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like Grant's plan. He's much better at this. I know. Woo! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I think I haven't been worn down by multiple years of doing it, of putting up with you people. That'll do that. That'll do that. Yep. I like him. He's got edge. <laughs> right. So that's not that's not my character voice. Oh, here we are. Oh, yeah, character voices. Here we are, Sergeant Redweather. Well, so I'm sure that we can we can trust uh, Sergeant Redweather to take care of the gathering of intelligence within the barracks, can't we? Absolutely. Let's yeah. jump to the barracks. Yeah. Then. The the temporary the party. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the barracks. Yeah. 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 Um, 
we uh, we're, we're at the we're at the temporary military HQ. They have uh, sequestered a couple of let's be a couple of old warehouses they've taken over, a couple of old pubs, um, and the entire thing has been reinforced. A lot of the windows have been boarded up just to you know provide them with somewhere to fall back to. Uh, if needs be, there are a few guards posted around the outside. I assume you're all like viewing. I assume the two of you, who are Sergeant Redweather and Trieste, Tirest, Tirest, Trieste on weekends. Okay, <laughs> Tirest are peeking out from behind a corner, Scooby Doo style, uh, <laughs> and looking at and, and looking at the situation. You can see that there are a, a couple of guards on each entrance to the place, and you can see a few guys milling around inside. But generally, in this area around here and also around Arena, now that the play is running, the presence of the military is certainly felt in Red Row, and there are, there are tensions between the gangs that run Red Row and the military who are here just to try, to try and uh, keep the peace is a kind way of saying throw, throw their weight around and make sure that the Elphir don't get hurt and the Elphir get what they want. Mm-hmm. So rather than, say, paying for things, a lot of the military have gone in and just um, requisitioned stolen things uh, from hard work and drow down here so the Elphir have stuff. So it's, things are a little bit tense, especially around here. Don't know about you, I reckon we handle this the way uh, you remember that pub? The bawdy gent. If I go up top, give you some Overwatch, and uh, you can, I'm not, I'm not good at the talking. Never really been good at the talking. Yes, I know. But uh, I reckon I can find somewhere <laughs> high up, and then you know, basically, I can give you an out if it goes wrong, Sard. Right. Okay, I like that. Um, there is, there, there's the bawdy gent just down the road, um, <laughs> which is run by the bawdy gent himself. <laughs> Jean-Jacques, his name is. Ah, sir, he says. <laughs> oh, pleasure to have you on board, sir. <laughs> yeah, we have a top hat that's knocked in on one side. <laughs> I have an old ray, sir, knocked in on one side. <laughs> Which side do you want it knocked in on? The upside. The, the top. <laughs> so I could perhaps leave an erotic magazine on top and it wouldn't roll off. Nah, sorry, an erotic sphere. <laughs> Just a disembodied tit. (laughs) 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 Serious game. Uh, Are you sneaking into the bawdy gent? You know the proprietor, Jean-Jean, who's a very um, saucy chap. Do you want to go in there and and make it known that you're going up to the top room, or do you want to try and sneak in and not be seen going in here? I'm happy happy to up here. Listen, uh, listen, Jean. Yes, I forgot my voice. Hang on, that's my voice again. Yeah, I, think it was, I think it was, it was us just plus sex. Yeah, here we are. So. <laughs> well, listen, I mean... Oh, these trousers are uncomfortably tight. Between, between you and me, I've found myself needing to, uh, to uh, keep an eye on someone, if you know what I mean. I give what I think is a saucy wink. It's not. It's just kind of weird. More young women, is it, Tiris? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna go up top and um, I'll, I'll stay out of the way. But uh, you know, uh, can I get a compel check, please? This would be compel low society. Compel low society. So walk me through this skill check. Uh, so you always roll one d10. Yes. Uh, do you have the skill? Compel. I do not. Do you have the t- domain low society? I do. So so you add one dice to this and roll both of those so and then tell me your highest 2D10. dice. Yes. Eight. Eight. Cool. You succeed with no problems, no stress. Uh, Jean-Jacques gives you a lascivious wink with both eyes. (laughs) (laughs) One after the other or simultaneous? Oh, yeah, kind of out of sync, that sort of... (laughs) (laughs) Like a lizard do. (laughs) A Mexican wave across his face, a saucy compulsion. Um, Including his nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great great audio joke there, as I winked with my nose. (laughs) Um, Yes, uh, say no more. Please enjoy your time and try to leave the room clean. 
Cheers. Uh, I just head up. I yeah. just head up. Go into whatever room I think has the best overlook for yeah, the... Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, there is a pokey little lodging, which no one seems to be in at the moment. There's a decrepit-looking bed in the corner Great. and a little window. It's, 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 it's an attic, basically, yep. and you get a good overlook of the military uh, barracks. In which case, then, I get the bed, sort of drag it over to the door so I won't be rudely interrupted, and then proceed to open my, my enormous nuffle bag, re- revealing... The nuffle bag? My, my muffle bag. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's, it's silence. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon, right, so I open my muffled bag and uh, pull out my enormous gun. Just frankly, unnecessarily large gun. <laughs> and proceed to set myself up in the window, ready to uh, remove any obstacles from the sergeant's you have You have a Raven long gun, yes. which you took from your time in the military. It is unreliable, given mm-hmm. that it's quite hard to maintain. You don't have the kit to do it outside the military. Yep. Uh, which means that if you fail an action using it, you can't use it for the rest of the encounter. It jams or yep, you that's run out. Fine, that's fine, that's fine. It has a, a rickety scope on top. <laughs> no, actually, sorry, it has a pretty well-maintained scope on top. I imagine you take care of your stuff. I just have rickety hands. <laughs> 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 Four, five, six joints in each finger. <laughs> Coupled together with spit. Cur- curling around like S's. Um, We've already and, got too many characters like that. And, <laughs> and, and you're, you're, in, you're in position. Yep. Uh, Helen, I mean Sergeant Redweather. Sergeant Redweather just walks straight in. Okay. Uh, excuse there. me, they say, excuse me, sir. Yeah, I'm a sergeant. I can come and go in the barracks as I please. Uh, with which regiment, sir? <laughs> and why aren't you in uniform, sir? Am I not in uniform? Well, you're a knight. I assume you're wearing quarter plate rather than like full military regalia. You're not currently in the military. For some reason, I <laughs> no, thought I thought the military wore armor. <laughs> not so much. No, um, like they'll have armor, but not like huge pauldrons and cod pieces like you have on. Mm. Uh, they'll have you're like a fa- out of time. like fairly drab military armor. You look like a gangster because <laughs> you're a gangster. Commit, commit, oh. just walk in as a gangster. Are you undercover, sir? I've got... I'm in the play. Ah, I see. Uh, give, me, uh, give, give me a compel yes, test, Excellent! Brilliant! Genius! Right. So this would be compel order, if you have it, which you don't. No. Uh, so that, that's two Can dice. Okay. This back like normal, it will not. What's your highest dice? Six. Oh, cool. Okay, you succeed, but you do take stress. Um, so I'm going to... It's almost like you forgot like you brief. weren't in the military anymore. Like, oh, God. Oh, my life's terrible. Oh. Good save. <laughs> I'm well impressed. There's a quick, immediate response. I'm like, yeah, it's not immediate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're playing, um... Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the Drown Oval. Yeah, uh, the moonlight shines on water. Oh, yeah, the Drown Oval with the Elphir name. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we found weird. the one soldier who's so, like, so out of the loop and desperately trying to pass it off. I love it. No, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's a play on, right? Yeah. Yeah, the one with a complex backstory about class, that's me. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, I can't wait to go see it. Uh, unfortunately, we, 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 I'm, I'm on duty on the, on, the, on the door at the moment. So, what are you doing back in the barracks? Sorry, you, 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 I'll, I'll let you go, Sergeant. On you go. Jeez. <laughs> Um, you walk into the barracks. The other guard is like, not quite so gullible about this. <laughs> okay. Not like, like not an absolute idiot. <laughs> uh, no, there is uh, like the, the, there's only so much trouble you can get up to. Like you clearly are military, and like maybe they recognise you from some point in the past. But this is going to be noted: the fact that you were here, and the fact that there was someone walking in claiming to be from from the play. Um, but no immediate 
ramifications now. You walk in, as I said, it's it's like there's, I'm going to say there's a central square in the middle, there's, uh, there's a pub on one side, uh, there's two warehouses on the other side, you can see that there's enough room to sleep about 30 men here. Uh, there are people uh, running around, I'm going to say it's um, it's about lunchtime, so there's some enlisted chefs in armour, uh, sorry, in, in uniform, carrying like big... Oh, big, big, big armoured chefs! <laughs> armoured chefs! Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're wearing, they're wearing like body like armour and shit. That absolutely sounds like one of the sort of character class that Grog would make up. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Warrior I haven't chef. written a game already. Yeah. Um, there are hardened battle chefs carrying uh, big big sacks of mushrooms and like, and, like uh, tubers. Uh, which, by which I mean potatoes, not. <laughs> um, uh, there are and like bricks of algae, which which they break down to make a sort of paste for soup, that sort of thing. It's a thickening, nutritious agent. Uh, so it seems like they're cooking at the moment. That's that's the main thing. And some guys are coming back in from duty at the uh, at the play, and they're sitting down to have some food. Um, okay. You assume the captain's office is somewhere not next to the kitchens, uh, probably in that pub. Uh, that's that yeah. seems to be the most straightforward area. But, but I am it's... here to gather gossip. Okay, cool. Um, who are the most disgruntled-looking people? <sighs> Everyone looks pretty gruntled. Okay. Um, around here, there is uh, the chef looks really overworked. Oh. Uh, there's one chef doing all the work oh, no. here, uh, and he's got like two ladles, and he's he's <laughs> trying to stir things and pouring slop out into bowls, and then like like spinning some sort of rotisserie chicken. I just on feel the like side. the chef's there in this mad chaos, just <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. He's, he, he, like, uh, uh, that is chefing. Yeah, <laughs> that is actual chef. Yeah, I mean, my experience of chefing is that, but also you cut off your finger. It's uh, in professional kitchen. Yeah, uh, it does tend um, to go that way. So uh, uh, the chef is there. Uh, sorry, uh, what? Do you need some stew? I have a really stupid plan. Right. Really? <laughs> um, do you need a hand, mate? Uh, yeah, can you cook? Yes, I can cook really well. I'm going to use braggadocio <laughs> to convince him I am, a, I am like the best chef other than him. So uh, just, 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 just for the listeners, uh, Helen's character has an ability called braggadocio. And uh, once per session, you can convince any NPC you can do anything. <laughs> uh, so yes. Oh! Yeah, of course, cool. And he starts using as much lingo as he can come up with. Um, <laughs> you got right. the Julian, the yeah. heritage carrots, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, 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 just do this batch three quarters, and the other half I'm going to need ten eighths, okay? Gotcha. Right, you are. Um, and he hands you a jar full of bread paste. If you could just handle that, that'd be great. Thanks so much. And then goes off to get some more mushrooms. Um, but now, you are effectively the chef. <laughs> This was your end game, not that this was a step. This is your whole end game. I fed it with a ministry. I wanted to follow my dreams. I wanted to be an army chef. Uh, Meanwhile, we'll cut back to the other half of the party. I'm investigating things from the inside. I've found my way into into my vaults. This will give you a brief description of how the mission works. Also, you have a power called Backdoor. Yes, but I don't need to use that. That's that's an emergency get out of. Because here I I can just actually walk to a pre-existing door. Uh, (laughs) uh, You you can go through a station. Uh, You're near. uh, You're actually quite near Longfair Station. Um, so oh, you go can go to Longfair Station. Go to Longfair Station. It is haunted, as is everywhere. Oh, good. Um, it's riddled with ghosts. The ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Say the ghosts. Um, and you, uh, you. Uh, classic ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you walk down deeper, deeper down into the mission. Uh, the the most apparent thing about the mission, you know, when you're waiting, uh, generally like when it's quite quiet and uh, before a train comes, and you hear the rails singing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
that. Ooh. All the time. Every angle. Really ghosts. Loud. Yeah. Uh, ghosts. It depends how, how close you get it, yeah. All the angles um, ghosts. And you uh, you use the non-Euclidean space to return yourself to your semi-infinite library. Grand. Uh, where, where Paige is there. Uh, oh, sir. Madam. Uh, uh, I, 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 I should refer to you, I forget. At this point, I'm beyond concepts of gender. Right, so. So, Master. Uh, I have brought you a pamphlet to nibble on. Oh, thank you. Oh. Uh, now I am going to seek something that is. <laughs> it's a little. Uh, uncomfortable, even even for myself, but I need to know. Just going to save some of this for later. Go on. <laughs> I need to know the Elphir's understanding of the fall of Spire to understand exactly how they would portray it in their own retelling in this opera to understand what kind of threats yes there is an opera that is being performed it's being written by some despicable elfair wannabe artist type sort of lives in a you know probably lives in a commune and has a lot of cats or live in a hole like us Uh, in train hell yeah exactly much better (laughs) anyway there Uh, sorry one thing master there has been a slight infestation of ghosts in the east wing Uh, that's a lot of owl ghosts so that's that's actually better than usual a slight infestation rather than the major infestation it was before well done on cleaning that up Paige thank you I've done my best to keep it (laughs) just won't do the situation is not completely (laughs) (laughs) very good Um, so what I need you to do is to assist me in understanding and and preempting exactly how this play will turn out Mm, very good sir sounds like what we need is some sort of research montage yes (laughs) let's go Dripping honey on everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that the right piece was just stuck to your hand all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 Just, just really Working am. together, there's nothing we can't find out. Um, yeah, my honey and my grout. Grout is is Paige's nickname because that's what he likes to eat aside from books. Yeah, because he's a gradalith. There's uh, yeah, close enough. Uh, There's 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 a shot of a load of books like either side of you. And then and, and 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 then like Paige comes and puts another stack of books in front of you. And sometimes does a swarm of bees come in and put down a, a yeah, book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like uh, like some bees crawl out of your sleeves and help turn a page. Oh, and, yeah. the, and, and, and the bee nods at you and you're like, thanks, bee. Cheers. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna make a roll for Paige to assist, and I will need you to make me an investigate check, please. So that's so. Well, what do I roll? With? So uh, I do have be, investigate. This will be academic, I think. So investigate and academic. Yeah, so, so I get three, three dice. dice. I don't have that many dice. Okay, I've got a nine. In fact, I've got two nines. Great. Ooh. Is that a six or a nine? That's a six. That's Did you roll a, a nine? I rolled a nine. That's the important thing. Okay. So you were trying to find out what how the Elfie would represent this. Yeah, yeah, so that so that I can anticipate when in the plot Jessica Malreek might okay, cool. come into danger. Um mainly referencing Aline Malreek. As mm-hmm. your as, as, as your point, you like you look at the various histories of her. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been like several books written about her life. You're able to access pre-first drafts of some of them. Your section library isn't that great. <laughs> a lot of the copies you have are like the the very big versions you send to publishers, uh, and yes. they still have like the red pen corrections in. Yes. But like like uh, they they certainly surface in that she foresaw her own death at the hands of the Elfir invaders. Oh dear. And strode out to meet them. 
she used a, uh, a bow and arrow. Apparently she struck down about 12 of them. She was blind as well as the other thing. Right. Uh, she, she struck down about 12 of them before for a, a graceful warrior poet uh, brung her low and killed her. At what stage in the oh, um, fight? This would be, you, you imagine, towards the end of Act 2. Right. So tomorrow, you'll be okay today. Today's okay. just establishing shots, basically. Right. Okay, well, that's useful. And a lot of songs about ice. <laughs> really glad to be missing that. Yeah. Can we hear it? In the station, I think you're too far away right, from right. this, but everyone else can hear a... Uh, ice, ice, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vanilla ice is there. <laughs> um, oh, look, there's chocolate ice and strawberry ice, too. Let's take a whole Hey! Um... There is a very tall Elphir woman, impeccably dressed, uh, wearing a... Uh, oh, what's up? All Elphir wear masks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have said that. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> um, if you see an Elphir, they're wearing a mask. A tall, impeccably dressed Elphir woman with a mask of smoked crystal uh, singing like this astonishingly high-pitched song, which is supposed to replicate the screech of gulls to the far north, which is apparently, like, really good to the Elphir. And, and a lot of the Elphir are, like... Oh, I hate this uh, opera. Um, yeah, like like, so like, 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 you can totally see and you can totally hear it, and um, you can see the window panes rattling. You can. Um, <laughs> the other thing which really, really bothers you is a lot of Elphir give up speaking because they find it uncouth, oh. and, and, and it's, so like they'll have their vocal cords severed and instead just have like a flute. Oh. And, and, oh. and, and, and so, like, and so, like after the performance, you just hear like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do they clap. actually communicate so with that, or are they, they just playing flute at each um, other? Uh, <laughs> and yes, you have to and guess what they like. So, like, basically, some of them do, yeah. but not all of them are good at it. Right. So, Elphir are at the end of the day people, bad people who you don't understand. Mm-hmm. They're alien in that respect, but they're they're still people. So, while like maybe. I'm guessing a couple of the Elphir performers will have had their chords severed. They, they will be well-versed in the means of playing bassoon to indicate particular artistic things. <laughs> oh, okay, um, you want some snacks now, sir. <laughs> oh, ham sandwich. Yeah. But, um, the, the majority of people just sort of don't have their vocal chords severed and just go like, at the end of a sentence to try and underline it. Dog? Dog! Pretty much. Um, everyone's a bit rubbish. <laughs> Yay! So you find out Act 2 is probably mm-hmm. when she's going to bite it. Right. Which is convenient. She's not currently performing. She's in L'Enfer Noir. So we go to Monsoon. L'Enfer Noir is goth Moulin Rouge, the best way I can describe it. <laughs> oh. uh, L'Enfer Noir. I like efficient descriptions. Yeah. Uh, L'Enfer Noir trans- uh, translates to the Black Hell, uh, a bit like the Red Windmill. Yeah. It's the closest thing you can get to posh down in Red Row. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where the artists uh, who've been imported from Up Spy have been put up down here. Uh, so they, they have lodgings in Lothar Noir. Um, you're certainly able to walk in the front door. You've been there multiple times. Uh, you're gorgeous and you're magic. So there's no, there's no, <laughs> like, you can't. Triple threat. Yeah, triple threat. <laughs> I, I assume there was drawings of her yeah. on, the, on, the, on the pamphlet so you know what she looks like. And after sort of scouting around for a while, there are two stages on either side of the room. One is playing human industrial music, which is like literally they get repurposed industrial machines and try and make dance music. I mean, that sounds amazing. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, very very rich, like um, drugged up uh, young drow and a couple of elfids like throwing themselves around. And on the other side of the room, like doing their best is a competing play. 
<laughs> they are trying to yell over the industrial music, and uh, there's kind of a contest every night to see, to see if you can get it. And, and like now, the industrial music is really winning out because they have an unfair edge because they they have metal hammers to make noise. <laughs> so it's yeah. a cross medium battle of the band. It's pretty much yeah. Nice. It's basically the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> the sort yeah. of the the stands that they have on the Royal Mile where you're just trying to shout over each other. Yeah. Um, while not ruining your voices so that you can still sing in the actual musical later that day. <laughs> and you can see that um, Jessica is dancing. She's uh, she's amongst some of the uh, some of the poshos dancing to this music, and mm-hmm. they're all having a great time. A couple of them are kind of looking a bit tweaked out and being taken aside by the staff. Sure. The staff are all creepy androgyne people who have had surgery to look identical, and they're very Fun. very suspicious. Um, and so a few of them are being taken away up to one side. But she, she, she seems to be having a lovely time of things, dancing around. Do you want to try and introduce yourself to her? Do you want to try and, or you just want to try and watch for a distance? So I am going to, um, just once I've clocked her, mm-hmm. go to the toilet, mm-hmm. cast a glamour on myself for Jessica. Or go to the bathroom, I see. Go, sorry, yes, go to the <laughs> <laughs> Not just there, not just right there. I stand up the dark and I just evacuate. Wow, <laughs> who is this mysterious stranger? Such a bold I've never seen anyone take God. a dump on the dance floor before. <laughs> <laughs> who is this masked man? <laughs> <laughs> I go to the bathroom to cast a spell upon myself. Um, what do you look like yourself to make? Let me try that one again. What do you make yourself look like? Um, whoever Jessica wants me to be. Okay. So um, I'm casting glamour. Tell me. Tell me what she wants. Um, she wants a bit of rough and ready. Um, she spent a lot of time closeted up in sort of as you said the gilded halls mm-hmm. um, and she's out on the town for like the first time in her life mm-hmm. so she's she's well up for a bit of the local flavor mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. uh, very good yep. um so yes um you you rough yourself up a little bit you have one of those handsome and debonair eye scars but half the party have. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, uh, technically over half the party if you count both of Alex's ice cars. See, I, no, I don't have the ice cars. I, I was going to, I'm just ah. missing a good chunk of air. At so I've lost an ear and have an ice car. Oh, all right. Wow, that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you missed a bit out of your ear or just the whole thing off? Because that's maybe a bit hard to work with. <laughs> just, just a bit. Just yeah, a, bit. yeah a, a cosmetic chunk of ear is missing. Yeah, very aesthetic. Um, and one of your eyes, you go through your effects and maybe create, maybe you had in your bag a, a milky white contact lens uh-huh. and put it over one eye. Yeah. And just rough your hair up and like your beard sort of just grows out. <laughs> I'm going to noise like bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing in there? Nothing! Straining, <laughs> freshening up! Um, uh, but, you, but you're certainly looking much more rough, ready, angular, a bit grimy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you, you smell sexy in a dirty sort of way. Um, musky. Yeah, musky. Uh, yeah, and then I'll um, go back to the dance floor yeah. and start to um, sort of insinuate myself with Jessica's group, and then cool. eventually I will be dancing with her. Cool. Hey, I'm um, musky. Um, smell my I'm going, I'm going to have you make a roll for me, please. Yes. So this is High Society. Yeah. Um, and Compel. Sure, which I have uh, both of those. So yes, I believe dance. you might have Mastery. I forget the rule. Oh. But what did you roll? I rolled an eight. Oh, that's fine. Then you don't need Mastery for this. You already have a good thing. It's all going so well. I don't trust it. Um, they're all dancing away. She's, um, there's something about her. She's not beautiful. There's something, like, she has a slightly, like, 
slightly crooked mouth, I suppose, with the thing. There's certainly something striking about her, and you find yourself a little taken with her. Hmm. Um, but she looks like maybe she's maybe had a little bit too many drugs. A little bit. She looks a bit pale, sort of like kind of just chewing um, a little bit too much. But she certainly seems taken with you, uh, and you dance. And you know, sort of rub up against each other a bit, and it's very exciting. And just as things are just about to sort of get towards, just about to seal the deal, kiss. Some of her friends arrive, um, rather than the ones we're dancing with. They look a bit more senior, perhaps a bit more like maybe maybe the people who are who are overseeing this little excursion. There are a few drow in artists' robes or playwrights, tabards, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they they come and smile and so excuse me and and take her away off to the side into sure. like off basically off 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 back to their quarters without sort of saying hey excuse me can we break this up they just sort of go and take her. I'll uh, I'll give her a look of sort of I'll find you later. Mm-hmm. So on that sultry note, I think we should probably take a break and then and then and come back when well, I'm a little less steamy. We maybe. can all cool down. <laughs> Quite literally it's boiling in here. <laughs> yeah. Back in a second. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And welcome back. I've managed to calm myself from... from Ben's raw sexuality, so I think we can carry on. It's a problem I often have. Uh, <laughs> we we cut back to the chef. Yep, let's cut back. <laughs> oh, yes. Cooked sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're not entirely sure what that jar of red paste did. I like to imagine that Sergeant Redweather has never cooked a meal in his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Is that what mistletoe's for? Mm. Or, or, the, or, or the cooks when you were in the army, or whoever ran the pub when you joined the knights um, before you had a page. How, how high up is a sergeant? Mm, well, they they lead a squad. Yep, okay. Like Slightly better one. than a squaddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes private and then sergeant. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. That's oh. that's how the army is. <laughs> Confusing. All right. Um, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know how the army works. Okay. So we've just told you. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's the bit you need to know. Private <laughs> and sergeant. So Steve Rogers is a captain. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> oh my days, <laughs> man! We're not going to have time to run you through the entire. Now, now he is captain of America. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. You are not Sergeant of Spire. No. <laughs> but okay. Sergeant Spire is the uh, morale boosting superhero. Yeah, that's, 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 pro- that's probably actually what you fight under in the arena. <laughs> Sergeant <laughs> Spire. <laughs> okay. Do I need to roll for being able to cook? Or uh, no, you, you can't. Gonna... You can't cook. I think it's been established. You can't. Um, well, um, 
Okay, yeah, you know what? Make me a. Recognise uh, food chip. I don't know. Like, what, what's good? That'd be fix, I think. For, for, for like, we can get. Deceived. Oh, yeah. Deceived. Spooky food. You're going to try and persuade the food. Just it... stop putting loads of soap <laughs> in the pan. We are nice. Gravy. Be delicious. Yeah, coriander tastes like soap to a lot of people. <laughs> um, uh, make, 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 make me a fix. Um, <laughs> Order check, just please. Fix, That's one dice. Just fix what you've done, check. <laughs> <laughs> what a useful check. Oh gosh. That's another six. Yeah, you know what you um. <laughs> you poison yourself, but <laughs> everyone else is fine. Okay, that's uh, you. You managed to pull off a passable meal, but everyone's like, "Where's the chef gone? And who are you?" And they ask a few questions. I'm going to roll for four out of you now. Sure. Okay. Um. You took the fallout humiliated. You certainly cook up a fine meal, and the, the other cook comes back and starts cooking up, but then um, Captain Bonchance walks out. And I think that maybe Bonchance knows you. Maybe Bonchance knows some stuff about you in some way. Sergeant Redweather, isn't it? Yes, this is his voice. Sergeant Redweather! Oh, you're still, still trying to, uh, still scrubbing around the kitchens, eh? Um, I think, uh, uh, chap, sorry, just every, every, everyone get everyone's attention. Uh, Sergeant Redweather was, um, what's the word? Is, is it dishonorably discharged? Is that the phrase? Oh! oh! From the army, oh, three summers ago now. It hurts. Um, it hurts. Been scrubbing around in the docks, and now you've tried to, well, I mean, I, listen, hey, Sergeant, listen, he comes over and, uh, puts a hand on your shoulder. I get you're probably like, quite hungry looking for food, so you didn't need to come in and steal it. You could have just gone. You could have just oh, hung out the gates oh with the other God. beggars. Oh. Like we we take the slops out and put them back for the for the pigs and the beggars. You could have been there. Oh. 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 Um, and so yes, your character is humiliated. Um, <laughs> you, can't, uh, you can't use uh, you can't use your army leverage or connections in any way until you make. Until you sort of br- bring yourself back in their eyes as you've been thoroughly I'm drugged. I'm gonna kill him. Now? <laughs> just right now? I'm just noting it down. I mean, oh, okay, just later. I can provide some support, but the entire military might be quite um, difficult. You, uh, you can see uh, everyone like, pointing and laughing oh, at the sergeant. Oh. I'm just basically down my scope looking yeah. through a window, and I'm just like, is this, oh. is this a killing thing? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I kind of line up a shot, and I'm like, I don't. You're not supposed to shoot anyone, technically. I mean, maybe this is the plan. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely no got his attention. No one suspects a fool. I, don't... Uh, <laughs> I just cringe. Um, I just cringe. And I think well, we, we can close that scene down there. And that's exactly what you want to do as you leave or carry on serving food. Which wish you wish to do? So in my head, yeah. <laughs> what I would do is then com- commiserate with a disgruntled chef. Okay. The humiliated fallout means you are you're made a fool of in front of people and you can't you can't use that relationship until you get yourself back in their eyes. So so like the chef will come back and see that you are um, like like the, the chef probably walks back with like an armful of giant mushrooms and then sees this and sees the captain giving you a dressing gown in front of everyone. It's like, "Oh no. Oh, I I told him to cook. I'm going to get in trouble now." Okay. That sort of thing. And I guess I go. <laughs> I don't deal well with humiliation, like in or out of character. <laughs> uh, just, just like, just to break character. Are you okay with this? It's fine. I'm sorry. This, yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. You've um, provided some motivation. Yeah, so, but genuinely, it's a problem. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> thing is, Helen usually, she writes on her character sheets quite a lot, but she has very neat handwriting most of the time. The way that she has written kill... In a box, it all caps, kind of stabby. It, it honestly looks like she's painted it on the wall with her own blood. Right? <laughs> or with someone this else's is, blood. With someone yeah. else's blood, yeah, like the lines of the K kind of intersecting. <laughs> like, like, like it's been it. scribbled in almost through the paper. Bring some Motivation, I think we'll call this. Burn. Yes, I'm going to put it down to character building. I mean, what what are RPGs if not just a system for us to kill our problems? Yes. Yeah. Uh, ben, mm. after um, Jessica is is, is is taken away by her superiors, are you, what, what's your plan for the rest of the, I suppose, afternoon, evening? It's, it's, it's getting on towards evening now, I suppose, uh, in your scene. Mm. Do you want to try and like sneak around and see what's what? Do you want to try and find her later that night? Yes, I'm going to grab one of the pamphlets that are around for the opera, mm-hmm. sort of like little read-along things, mm-hmm. read up on what's going on in the opera, mm-hmm. and exact role and everything like that, and then try and find out where her room is, and then sneak in after dark. Okay. Um, intimate conversation. It's going to be tricky. Mm-hmm. Intimately, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be tricky to um, to find out where her room is. I, mean, um, I could meet up with you and tell you all the stuff about how the play is going to go down, rather than you reading up on it, because I've done that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's just because otherwise we're doubling up work. I, I mean, I was literally just grabbing the pamphlet. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you both know from different sources. Research is my thing. Um, okay. My thing. I oh, just um, reading. I no no <laughs> no reading. No one, no. Gave him no one is allowed to read. No. I love the idea. Just like, as you see the plane, like, as you try, just honey drips down. I grab a menu. I'm like, oh, sorry, no. Uh, Order for me. I'll have the bees cover the food. Yeah. (laughs) And a drink. (laughs) You're pushing it. (laughs) Where where do you learn about this this word? (laughs) Um, If you're trying to sneak in after dark, Mm -hmm. give me a sneak check, please, (gasps) and sneak high society. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. No, that's an eight. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. Characters play to their strengths. Yeah, you succeed. <laughs> um, you manage. Uh, you manage to sneak in. You, you do a bit of asking around, and people are generally quite happy to talk to you about stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you ingratiate yourself with the group, and it turns out that they're, they're, they're staying in the lodgings. Up lodgings is one of the directions inspired. In, in an upper floor, that's the word, Grunt. <laughs> um, and you walk through several stages of um, music and live bands and bordellos and uh, you know, sex workers dancing. And you get to the uh, to the sort of Warrenous upstairs lodgings, which are a bit pokey for these for, for these people, but they're they're very nicely appointed. Mm. She she is in room number eighty five. There is a scarlet door uh, on the on the slightly threadbare but still pretty posh carpet uh, mm-hmm. above that. Uh, so yes, do you knock? Do you kick down the door and rip off your shirt? As <laughs> well, as, as I'm walking up the uh, the the hallway, I grab a bottle of wine that's been left beside one of the other rooms. A half bottle of wine, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, and just quietly knock on the door. Well, that's only going to lean into the sort of like rough and ready thing a little yeah, bit yeah. more. Yeah, precisely. Um, no response. Mm. I'll try the door. Okay, cool. Uh, the door opens. The curtains have been pulled. It's very dark inside. And you can see in the corner there is a a secret door, as it were. A, a passageway. Mm. Um, a wardrobe has, has been moved out of the way. Now, you've, you've worked in, in L'Enfer Noir a couple of times, and you've maybe stayed here with, with clients, as it were. Secret passages aren't out of the ordinary. Most rooms in here have secret passages. Sure. Um, just because people need to get in and out without being seen, or they want to, you know, have some sort of sexy passage play. Tristan Abel. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry? Tr- 
<laughs> Passage play is actually rather it's rather banal. <laughs> <laughs> Open a doorway. Ooh! <laughs> Sounds so much worse than it is. You hear you hear the uh, the the click of high heeled boots coming down the steps from inside the passage. Are you gonna like stay here? Are you gonna run back out the door? Um, so you're gonna hide under the bed. Hide under the bed. Is there a chair? Yeah, let's just brilliant. I'll well, one. Close the door. <laughs> um, open the bottle of wine uh-huh. and recline uh, alluringly in a chair. Cool, I like it. Yeah. Um, make me a recline alluringly check, please. Okay. This will be compel. Uh, it's another three dice. This is your. This is your stick. Recline alluring. Ah. That's, oh that's, no. That's what I like to it's see. A five. Luckily, because the other two were ones. Three dice, and you only get a five. Yeah, that's that was. Uh, there you go. Oh, There's some stress. This is spire. <laughs> You recline alluringly. You recline too far. Out the window. Into the street outside. You're not the GM here. You hush yourself. You the way I punish you for even a minor transgression you like fall this. Back and this bite is why your stuff's tongue. happening in this game. Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> all just be static and slowly punish ourselves. Split the party more ways. I mean, in fairness, like we. <laughs> so split a person. Split it again. You. Oh no, we'll have to split it again. <laughs> Decapitate you, um, your characters. Uh, you're sitting there. Are you sitting there loosely reclining the bottle of wine? I assume you have you found some glasses from somewhere. Oh yeah, I'm loose and loose. Um, both. <laughs> um, and she walks back in. Her eyes are tremendously sunken underneath. There's bags under her eyes. Is what I mean to say. Uh, she has uh, milky white pupils and irises, and there's a sort of ectoplasm, sort of like like leaking out of her facial orifices and slowly like questing up to the ceiling. Sure. She turns and sees you. Ah! She says, and like hurriedly turns away. Oh, I'm, t- I'm, t-, and sort of like rearranges the face and turns around, and she's got that same sort of like quite becoming crooked smile again. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. No, I was. Uh, what, how, how did you? How did you? And like, and, and she, she, she starts pushing the uh, the wardrobe back in place. I implied I'd find you later, and I have. Well, yes, I, I just thought you might knock. Maybe I was. I'm sorry. I um, did. <laughs> you seemed otherwise <laughs> indisposed. Don't worry. So I wasn't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so I thought that I might let myself in so that we could enjoy a drink together when you return. I'm terribly sorry that I seem to have... Anyway, let's not talk of that. Would you like some wine? Uh, Yes, please, yes. I'll pour her a glass. She seems perhaps unimpressed with you at this this point. Uh, You might have to maybe turn on the charm a little bit, but um, you you are not... She's not not super happy about you breaking into her room when she was off doing something in a corridor. That's (laughs) that's super creepy. I think that's fair. Go out on a limb there. Yeah, a moth uh, flies out of one of her ears and she clutches it, Ooh. and like, you can barely see. I have. To, I was just when we were dancing. I I I didn't realise that <clears throat> you are Jessica Malrique. Yes, you're 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 here for the play. And <sighs> I thought when I came down here, people wouldn't be like, "Oh, you're Jessica Malrique." Oh, oh, you know, everyone just wants to marry me for the money. Everyone just wants to get together with me because, you know, from a noble family, from a great family, and I just thought I'd come down here and maybe I could meet someone nice who liked me for me. I don't want Rather to... than Jessica Malreek. I don't want to fawn over you. I want to get to know you. I want to get to know Jessica Malreek, the artist. You know, what, what makes you... I want to know you. I don't want to know your reputation. I want to know... You. Ooh. This would work on me. It would so work on me. Oh my god. No. Yeah, no. Oh, this would carry some, no water. Do I get me. some bonuses for like I'd charming like the to, room? <laughs> oh, well, that, this, 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 isn't, this isn't a roll, anything. <laughs> you know, I'd like to know me too. <laughs> That's something I would say. Oh, my, like age nineteen, me would be yes. So, uh, yes. I'll say, well, let's get to know you together and hand her the glass. <laughs> 
Thank you. She uh, she drinks from it. It's not, it's not poisoned, is it? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> it's a gun. <laughs> Just sliding up from the mouth of the gun. And your hand. You've got, your, you've got your, your hand in the bottle, somehow transporting out of the glass. Drop him, toots. Okay. Um, yeah, we had to break the tension there. Um, and the two of you talk. You while away long, uh, long into the night. Um, you miss the scheduled meeting uh, where everyone was supposed to meet up and chat about what happened during yeah, the day. Absolutely. Um, and like... You might sleep together, you might not. I'm not hugely interested in yeah. what happens, but you certainly bond. It seems like she's... She super isn't mentioning what happened in the corridor. <laughs> super not talking about that in the slightest. I'm super not asking. Yeah, cool. She is a closeted young woman. She is in training to be an idol of some kind. Like, inspire, they don't use the phrase idol, but she's trained to be a magician um, and possibly an artist in some way. Yeah. Uh, she has been involved heavily in the set dressing of the play, and so like, there's a lot of like occult symbology which boosts the uh, the audience's approval. But also she has a great... She has a possible singing voice, and she is a Malreek. And so for... for um, What was his name again? Suvine Blossom in Winters decided it would be very fitting to have a Malreek play the role of <laughs> a Malreek. <laughs> and he fanned himself with a cream puff. His <laughs> <laughs> answer was like, oh, oh, how droll. Oh, how delectable. I could just die. The symbology is so subtle there. <laughs> Marvellous. Mm. I can't even. How brutish. <laughs> um... <laughs> And so the three of you meet. You miss the meeting because you're you're staying up late chatting to a young woman, a young artist. Uh, the three of you exchange what you know. Uh, what do you know now? In fact, let's let's, let's, let's have it like let's sort of just come up come up above the characters for a second. What's your plan now? You know that the captain is kind of a dick, and Jessica. <laughs> has moths coming out of her ears. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah. far, like, uh, the only bit of workable information I think we have is what Lydia found. She, she's night. likely going to die at the end of the second day. <laughs> like, I think that's all we have. That's I now have personal <laughs> motives for getting blackmail or leverage on Captain Bonchance as well. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've managed to get myself a reputation as a peeping Tom. Like, yeah. you know, small victories, but... Yeah. You know what? So I in any session can declare two NPCs connected. Yep. You can do that now. We haven't like. met many NPCs, but I th- I've done my best. I think <laughs> the, mo- shot, is empty. <laughs> the most fun I can think of is if it turns out that the captain is connected to the bawdy gent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, actually, I've actually, I've actually got, a, got a good hook for that. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. Um, he is the body gent. Hello, sir. It was me all along. <laughs> yes, the captain is connected to the body gent. Mm. Terrest, you decide to mm-hmm. stay in the body gent, by which I mean the pub, not the man. Um, <laughs> well, if I leave too early, I'll get for, a reputation. <clears throat> for a while. You, uh, you hang out, just sort of watching, tr- trying to learn the patterns of the guards yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. The captain sneaks out. Like you see him leave out of a back entrance and then sort of like leave quietly through a side door, mm-hmm. and the guards do their best to definitely not notice that he's going and into the body gentleman. I mean, the shoes got really interesting suddenly. Yeah, wow. Mm. <laughs> uh, and into the body gentleman, the bar, not the man. Okay. And as you as you sneak out and over here, he goes up and pushes some coins over to the body gentleman. He goes him a big old wink. And I'm going to say it's about um, like the opera is over for the day now. Sure. Gives him a greasy wink. 
<laughs> um, and he, he he walks up the stairs into the into the uh, into the inn above. Yeah, yeah. And you can see as I'm going to say that you're hiding behind something, and like, the camera gets a shot of it, as it were. Sure, but sure. You can't interact with it, as it were. Captain um, Bonchance opens the door, and Miasmara, the gladiatrix, mm-hmm. who's playing the uh, the Elfia queen, is reclining on the bed, ready for him. Oh my word! Say what? Game. So I'm just saying, I actually managed to learn something entirely through also Lydia's abilities. <laughs> No I one learns being... anything aside from Lydia. <laughs> no, really, stop looking at your character cheats. I'm sorry. Stop it. Just Don't tell me how many dice I need to roll with. No! Your character is no. a need to know yeah. basis. Yell some numbers. <laughs> Two! Wrong number! <laughs> Wrong number! Thank you for your help, Lydia. <laughs> it's, um, it's fine, I've got I mean, it. I'm not saying I'm being carried, but I'm absolutely being carried. Okay, well, at least so. you found something out. I'm you just, I'm just like, I probably don't actually say anything in this meeting. I just sit in the corner and sharpen my sword <laughs> and look pointedly. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be really awkward. It'd just be that. So what you learn? Just, I mean, I just glare. I mean, just, you know, like maybe, maybe some guard not root or. About it. Yeah, so, so you certainly learned some guard routes, so I'm going to give you the capacity to roll with mastery. Um, oh, okay. If it, if it comes down to predicting the movements of guards sure. or, like, picking out a certain guard to meet. Like, uh, you're ex-military as well, so you might know a few of these guys. Sure, or, sure. like, you know their brothers or what have you, so I'll, get, I'll let you roll with mastery to use that information so it's not a complete bust. Well, I mean, seems to me, then, we've got a time and a place that we know that Jessica's going to be at and that something's going to go down. So we can probably interfere there. And I mean, the whole uh, Bon Chance and uh, the whole Elfia Queen thing, that's something we can act on. Mm. If we can get him alone. And that's someone you know, right? Definitely someone that you fancy. And no offer. Well, I mean, then it seems to me, if one of us has a chat with Bon Chance, one of us has a chat with the Elfia Queen to make sure there's no complications, and then the rest keep an eye on... Uh... Monsoon. Is a snake. Monsoon. <laughs> What's the word? Uh, saunters? Saunters. I had saitles or swaggers? Swaggers. Ah. Just greases into the room. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just out of the room. I, 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 of a positive, I, I, I didn't wish to open the door. <laughs> I extruded myself. Um, no, hello. Uh, mon- mon- monsoon turns up late rather than not showing at all. Oh, that's probably a bit better. Oh. Mm. Decided to join us then? Well, I was busy on the mission. I've spoken to Jessica. I think we've got a bit of a connection, so tomorrow. I think I can probably stick quite close to her and make sure that nothing bad happens. Or the third day, she seems fine now. I think, as we've discussed, uh, our problems with Jessica are unlikely to extend into the third day. Uh, Her character dies rather spectacularly Mm. in most of the stories. I mean, as fun as it'd be to literally snipe the play from, from the audience, I feel like I might might be a bit obvious in that role, so I'm not sure. I think if you don't shoot someone from the audience, you've wasted your character. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Quality judgments there. No, uh, sorry, like, I think think it's certainly possible for you to get in a position and shoot directly into the play while, while, like, Helen's there smashing together symbols to try and cover the noise. that's all I wanted. I just didn't want to go on a limb and tell someone how to do that. Okay. Well, I mean, it seems to me I can place myself in the audience 
And uh, worst comes to worst, a tragic bullet-based accident could befall <laughs> anyone who came nearer. Uh, yes, and if you, uh, your connection has developed sufficiently, perhaps you can invite yourself backstage. I think so. To I mean, be present. Maybe, maybe give her a quick out as well if uh, things mean, turn south. You could even get yourself on the play. Could I could even be the one who fights her if we're worried? Oh, maybe, then I wouldn't need to shoot you well, at all. Maybe an early bullet for the actor. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that'd work too. That works. I like that. And then we need a replacement, which is none other than. But doesn't that mean that she'll kill you? I mean, I'm not a much of an opera person. <laughs> it's the first blood. Oh God, barely counts. And if she needs to try and kill me, we'll. They should come up with some kind of like middle scale thing, you know, to a little bit more. But what, like, like I mean, if the you sort need of human a... game, the wrestling. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you need a quick out, I can always transport you by special means. I it like the way you said that. That feels me full of confidence. Absolutely. <laughs> me too, yeah. A comfortable so ride. <laughs> so, I mean, that leaves us with uh, Redweather. I mean, you you reckon, you reckon you're reckon you up for uh, having a chat with uh, Bonchance, maybe? Yeah, are you, you too friendly? You let me know when he leaves the barracks and I'll find him. Uh, you know what time. So you, you have a rough idea yeah, of what yeah. times he, he enters and leaves officially. I just, so you I can just definitely give that info straight over. Like, yeah. At this time, he will definitely go out for a quick, bawdy gent. I like yeah. now that just Helen's arc is just a big vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> Eat the food! Eat the food! <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing a mission, and Red Mother's like, I'm settling the score. <laughs> That's a good point to end. We know yeah. more or less what we're doing, and we know that, yeah. like, Helen, never mind. Never mind, Sasha <laughs> Redwell. Yeah, yeah. It's on a mission of her own. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and so, uh, as, as the first day's uh, opera comes to a close, and the sun rises far, far above, um, which you would certainly yeah. nervous. Yeah. Everyone goes to sleep. Or not, as it were, uh, in preparation for, uh, for day two, which uh, focuses around the glorious invasion of Spire. Um, which has a lot more fighting and less singing. It's very inaccurate, historically. So, yeah, we'll wrap up there then and come back next week with, with definitely nothing going wrong, I think. <laughs> bee powers! Bees, yeah. bees in the theatre. Yeah, you haven't fired any bees at anyone, so we're we'll just <laughs> waiting for I've just made all the pamphlets sticky. <laughs> Bye, guys! Bye! Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. I really like fast kink. (laughs) I I want to make love to you. But the vicar's in the next room. Go through the door. Go through the door. Come out another one. Oh, yes. Uh, Or do you reckon anyone's watching behind that painting? (laughs) He's behind you. Yes, he is. (laughs) That's pantosexuality. That's a different (laughs) one. Um, oh oh no, me. we'll have to do it again then. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone spelled woe, period, begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.